Welcome to another message from Citizen Heights. We are located in the nation's capital, where our heart is to inspire hope, remove limitations, and help you experience God's possible for your life. Join Pastors Michael and Heather Giroux in their passion to help you live your best life. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging and uplifting message. Hey, Citizen Heights, welcome to church. We're going to worship Jesus. You have come, we have found our everlasting. Now I'm happy to know your freedom never
worship you, Father. Worship you forever, God. Until how high would I climb the mountains if the mountains were where you hide? And oh, how far I scare the balance if you grace the other side? And oh, how long have I chased rivers from lonely seas to where they rise? Against the rush of grace, descending from the source of its supply. Cause in the highlands, in the heartache, in me the more or less inclined. I would search and stop and laughing. You're just not that hard to find.
church, we'll sing it out. I will praise you on the mountain. Come on, we lift our hands and sing. I will praise you in the mountains in my way. Cause you're the summit where my feet are. So I will praise you in the valleys all the same. No less God within the shadows. No less faithful in the light makes me straight. you're the What an incredible reminder that God meets us exactly where we're at, be it on the mountaintop or in the valley. We know that 2020 has been a whirlwind of a year, but we're so excited that as we enter these 21 days of prayer, God is going to continue to meet us right where we're at. So as we continue to give with our worship, uh, we want to remind you that there's four easy ways that you can give. They're right on the screen for That's you. That's right. So thank you so much. Church, you are faithful in giving tithes and offering our work literally has not been put on hold. There's no better time to be alive than right now. And I know that sounds crazy to say in the midst of everything that's happened and continues to happen in 2020, yet it is truth. We were called for such a time as this. And so church, we just, we wanna encourage you to continue partnering with us. Let's do this together in this season. Let's continue to be generous. Let's keep on literally shining the light and hope of Jesus in our world. Thank you, church. Today we're highlighting Seabury. They're a nonprofit organization that we're partnering with that provides care for the elderly in our community. That's right, so you can check out the news in just a few moments to find out more about them. And of course, be sure to read our weekly emails to find out how you can get involved and it'll keep you tuned in to all that's happening. So for those of you who've automated your giving throughout the season, we want to thank you. It's been super convenient for us, I know. It definitely has been. It's made our lives way easier. I'm so thankful that God has given us technology to, you know, make things as consistent and as efficient as possible. All right, well, church, let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much. You are wonderful, God. I thank you that you continue to make our personal world bigger and bigger, Lord. I thank you that we get to partner with you in this generation, God, in this time. Jesus, I just pray right now that you would lay on our hearts, God, to go even further, Lord, to even... Um, to make plans, Lord, to be generous, Lord, to lean into what you have for us in this year, Lord God. I thank you that 2020, despite what's happening out, outside of our, um, even our own homes at times, God, I pray that you're going to bring increase into our lives and into um, our families, Lord. I praise you and we thank you for your goodness and your provision. Amen. Your mobile phone is with you everywhere you go. And now we are too. We are excited to let you know that we have released our new church app. Our mobile app is loaded with the greatest resources to help you better connect with the church and ultimately with God. You can look up scriptures or listen to the Bible. We have a secure note-taking journal. You can look at all of our social media and you can even give inside of the app. There are so many features that will help you stay up to date with everything we are doing here at the church. The beautiful part is that it's all in one simple place. Download it today in the iTunes or Android store and see how easy it is to stay connected. Heart for the House is our once-a-year offering over and above our normal giving, where everyone in our church can play a significant role. 
Giving to Heart for the House is a sacred moment where we empower our church to do the extra things God has put on our heart. Throughout the year, we're showcasing some of our initiatives and partners. This week's spotlight is on Seabury, a nonprofit that supports personalized, affordable services and housing options for older adults in our city. Seabury helps build a bridge for those in need to live with independence and dignity through their housing location in Tenley. Their three community-supported homes for at-risk older adults living in Northeast DC, and their Homes First program focused on older adults with a high level of need due. The Home First programs serve those experiencing limited physical capacity, poverty, homelessness, or lack of family support. In addition, Seabury also provides transportation, home-delivered meals, care management, and many other programs in service to the aging community. Citizen Heights, together we can make a big difference to help those most vulnerable. To find out more about all of our Heart for the House initiatives for 2020, check out the Heights Foundation page at citizenheights.com. Happy Sunday, everybody. What a powerful last two weeks of preaching from both David and Joey on the topic of love thy neighbor. 
If you've not done so yet, I recommend going to the on-demand section of our website and sharing both of those videos on your social media page. And then spend some time in prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you on how you should send or who you should send a direct text to and share those videos. It's a wonderful thing about the time period that we live in. You can send an encouragement of the Word of God to people around the world with the push of a button. What a way to love your neighbor. For those who may be joining us for the first time, we have started a series based out of Mark chapter 12, verse 31, where Jesus told us to love God and to love thy neighbor. He went on to say these two commandments were the greatest keys to following God and living a fulfilling life. Jesus went on to model how to love others and calls us to follow his example. Here's the life-changing truth. Following Jesus is undeniably connected to loving others. So this is your invitation to join us these next few Sundays. We'll be unpacking what it means to truly love thy neighbor. Along with the Sunday's teachings, there will be an accompanying Love Thy Neighbor campaign. Together, we'll be getting practical with the gospel as we serve and love people at a grassroots level. You know, how we live out the remainder of 2020 has everything to do with how we learn to love out in new practical ways. So join us in the exciting and challenging journey of learning to love like Jesus today. Can we take a second to pray? Our Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day that you've, you've blessed us with. We thank you for allowing um, this, this team of encouragers behind me, Lord, to be able to be here in this, in this place today. And we thank you for your army of encouragers and, and listeners out in the virtual space. We pray that right now that you allow me to decrease and that you increase in me, Lord, so that the, your people today can hear a word from you that will, will not just be enjoyable for the moment, but will help them be able to be world changers throughout this week and the rest of their lives. We thank you for what you're doing today. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This second commandment, to treat others the way that you want to be treated, is where we're focusing. And I want to take this topic and focus it in an area that God's really been working on me in. And that's how do I love my neighbor when I'm going through hard times? Okay. Now, fair warning. I'm going to allow you inside to the way my brain works. It's messy in there, so please don't judge me. Um, when our awesome pastors, um, Pastor Michael and Pastor Heather, said we were going to do this series, the first people who jumped in my mind were Brant and Ruth. Now, they're at our Fairfax campus, and right before COVID hit, had accepted the position over our guest experience, which includes our hospitality ministry, our greeters, and, and a few other things. And, and right before that, they had been over our prayer ministry. And I guess basically what I'm trying to say is they're really good at loving people. And because of Ruth's name, it led me to the book of Ruth, which led me to Naomi, which led me to facing myself in the mirror and how do I love my neighbor when I'm going through hard times is what I was standing there facing. So, so that's, that's the way my brain works. I know it was a little bit all over the place, but I hope that, that you stay with me. If you're not familiar with the book of Ruth, let me help you out. Go to the Old Testament. Look between the books of Judges and 1 Samuel. 
There you'll find the book of Ruth. Place a bookmark there because we're not going to get um, into just one scripture. It's four short but powerful chapters that we see how God works in the life of Naomi, one of the central characters, and Ruth, whom the book is named after, and eventually Boaz. It's a beautiful book, and as, as you grow as a Christian, every time you go to it, you will see something new. But this morning, I'm going to give you the cliff notes, okay? In the book of Ruth, you have Naomi, who's married and has two sons. They live in Judah, but because of a famine has come into the land, they decide to move to Moab. And Moab is the the, the land of the Moabites. If you remember Abraham, the father of many nations, he's got a nephew named Lot. And Lot has an an oldest son, and and these are his people. And, um, you know, the relationship between God's people under Abraham and and the Moabites, it's, it's a little rocky, but, you know, they managed to be able to get through some things. So I imagine it's because Naomi's husband um, gets a notification on his LinkedIn page that there are some opportunities in the land of Moab. And so, so they go out there, and after some time, after they get there, things are going well, but Naomi's husband dies. I can't even imagine. But Naomi... She continues to live life and to be a mother to her sons and a great mother-in-law. Now, I I heard some of you chuckle out there when I said great mother-in-law, but I'm serious uh, because watch this. Ten years later, not, not one, but both of her sons end up dying. Again, I, I can't even imagine. She has now buried the love of her life And she has experienced probably the one thing that no parent ever wants to do, and that is to bury their children. This is, I I know it might seem crazy, but this is where I started to see the example of loving your neighbor or treating others the way that you want to be treated. Naomi knows what it's like to lose a husband. And although she's she's really hurting, she looks at her daughters-in-law and says, hey, I saw on my IG, my Instagram, and, and saw things are, are, are popping in the land of Judah again. <laughs> and I'm, I'm heading back. And her daughters-in-law were like, we're rolling with you. So come on now. If she was a bad mother-in-law, would she have two daughters who would have been willing to follow her back to Judah? Now, before we get too far. I just want to go on the record and say, I have a great mother-in-law. I, I, just, I just need to make sure that I say that. Now, back, back to regular scheduled programming. So, two daughters decide to go back to Judah with her to a land to them, which would have been, been a foreign land. See, this tells me that Naomi was one of those Pastor Heather type women. One of those Pastor, Pastor Jenny type women. Or dare I say, like my wife, Olita-type women. Uh, The type of woman who wakes up with her mind on Jesus, who's always thinking about others despite what's going on in her own life, who draws on her strength by spending time in her word, and because of that, has a word of encouragement for you when you need it. 
I gather all that. It's not written there, but I gather all that because when you are in a position of choosing who you're going to hang out with, you don't choose to be around people who are mean or miserable. And her daughters-in-laws chose to be around her. Unfortunately, on the trip back to Judah, she gets hit with some emotion and remembers that she's going through a hard time. Have you ever lost someone? You know, sometimes it's a, it's, it's a song that comes on the radio or an old piece of clothing or, or a perfume or a cologne or, or seeing someone else interact with a loved one that sends a flood of memories and emotions back to the forefront of your mind. For Naomi, something triggered her. And all of a sudden, she becomes um, bitter as she's going through this bereavement process and, and through being physically displaced in a foreign land and on the verge of poverty, she turns to her daughters-in-law and says, go back to your homeland. You're young, you're beautiful, and you can still have a good life. You see, even in her despair, she, she's offering words of encouragement. Naomi shows us that she's human. And she has, even though she has a momentary lapse in her faith, showing that she's hurting, and one of her daughters, they end up taking up on her offer and decide to go back home to their homeland. But watch this. One decides, nope, uh-uh, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. She says in chapter 1 around verse 16, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realizes that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Now watch this. Despite going through a hard time, because Naomi's nature was to pour into other people, when she needed someone to pour into her, there was someone there to do it for her. Can I ask you a question? How are you doing in this category of loving people the way that you want to be loved? I got it. 2020 is not the year any of us expected. Or is it? You see, the first commandment um, was love God with your whole heart, mind, and soul. How many of us, leaving out of 2019, said that we wanted a closer relationship with God? Well, I don't know about you, but I've prayed more in the last six months than I have in years. Amen. That second commandment of love thy neighbor, can I tell you about my neighbors? I have one, Miss Princess. She has this gift of being able to sew. And, and through the pandemic, while raising four kids and, and taking care of her husband and all that entails, she has committed her time to sewing masks for other people. And you, the, the great thing about it is she, she has this gift and she's sewing these masks. And you want to know how much she's charging people? She's charging them that low, low price of free. That's F-R-E-E 99. Yep, she, she is sewing masks, has sold over about 700 masks, and has given them away for free. Why? Because it will save lives. Okay. While, while I've been stuck at home for a little while, I've, I've got this one friend, Mike, 
and he knows that I love gummy bears. And on, on two occasions, he's, he's brought the God kids by, and they dropped off these big bags of gummy bears. And, you know, Mike, I just want to say I love you, man, and, and thank you. Um, last Saturday, we, here at the church, we had members come and participate in Convoy of Hope and help people they'll probably never meet. Two of the volunteers that Saturday, uh, Brian and Blanca, they, they, they came in. They had started attending our Fairfax campus in mid to late December. And, and right before COVID changed everything, they finished their new members' classes. You know what it's like. You finish your new members' classes, and you're ready to jump in and start doing things at the church. Um, it, well, COVID shut down the, the physical church locations. And, and, and right at the beginning of that COVID time period, right before it hit, they had just got engaged or not engaged, I'm sorry, engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what I was saying. (laughs) But now, um, after after finishing church classes and and ready to start serving, they're attending church virtually. And after getting engaged and all the excitement that that brings and entails, they're, they're planning a wedding during a pandemic. But despite all those inconveniences in their personal lives, when the opportunity came, to love thy neighbor, they jumped in. They got involved. They realized it wasn't about them. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back to a 2019 experience of church or, or even a 2019 level of my health. I want to come through this season of uncertainty strong enough in my faith to handle anything that the remainder of 2020 or, or the future may bring my way. Why? Because I have a stronger relationship with God. Because I've become part of a larger community of believers that are about showing love during both good times and bad times. Watch this. In chapter 2, Naomi and Ruth, they end up pouring into each other. And over the next couple of chapters, we see how Naomi is able to show Ruth a Moabite how to carry herself like a Proverbs 31 woman in the land of Judah. Her coaching is so good, it allows Ruth to be noticed by a man called Boaz. Mm -hmm. I think I heard someone say, they're waiting on their Boaz out there. Now, I'm so glad that God allowed us to see a real person like Naomi in his word. For for me, as I study this word, I, I was... I was left with three points to to meditate on. One, just because you're a Christian, it does not mean that you're not going to experience hard times. Two, people are always watching to see how you will respond during the good and the bad times. And three, based on how you respond in good and bad times, people will notice and follow your lead. Whether you intend to or not, you're going to have an impact on people. Naomi, taking the time to love others, did not just impact her life. It did not just impact Ruth's life. The the outcome of Ruth and and Boaz's relationship, the the one that that Naomi played a a, a small part in helping, helping to come to be, that relationship gave birth to King David's grandfather. 
And as you know, this is the same bloodline that Jesus comes through. The impact of Naomi loving on Ruth is still being felt by us today. You know, you know that, 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 that young man, David, a, a couple of weeks ago, we were rallying in the valley underneath Pastor Michael. And, 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 and through that, that, that inspiration David provided in that valley led us all the way up to 2020, July, August time period to hear about that relationship of, of David with God. That these relationships, how people poured into each other, they're still impacting us. So for you, I just want to let you know, you never know what the outcome is going to be when you decide to treat others the way that you want to be treated. Today, I imagine there is someone telling themselves right now that they want a relationship with God, where they realize there is no one other than him that they want to love with their whole heart, mind, and soul, that they want to get to a point where they have the strength to love their neighbor as their self. This is your moment. The button that just appeared in the chat is for you. Are you on the Facebook page? A host is going to drop a connection card link in that chat. And, and, and that link, is, it's for you. This feeling you have right now, it's important to share it with someone. And we want you to know we also have hosts who are willing to virtually meet with you and, and talk you through with this, this, the next steps and pray with you right now. All you have to do is take that first step and click on the link. We want to get you growing in God and to know that you are part of a family and that we have a place for you here at Citizen Heights. Church, as people make these life-changing decisions, let's close in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for focusing our hearts on you and having us remember to love our neighbors. For those who have decided to begin a relationship with you today, we ask that they will have people enter into their lives that will help coach them like Naomi coached Ruth. For those who have decided to recommit their lives to you, we say thank you and want them to know that you welcome them back with open arms. Until we meet again, Lord, we ask that you show us your favor and give us your peace. Amen.
God is so holy. He is good and he is worthy of our praise in every moment. So 
Friend, if you made a decision to give your life to Jesus today, we want you to know that we are so excited. We are cheering you on. Um, and we just want you to remember, you know, what started today doesn't have to end today. That's we right. can keep on going in God. So we just have a couple of next steps for you. The first is to go ahead and tell someone. We want you to write it in the chat, select that connection card. We want to hear your story and also click on the link where you can request prayer. That simply means that somebody from our host and pastoral team is going to be able to pray with you right now. So click on that link. We want to pray with you. That's right. Number two is just get growing in God. Come on. His word is so good. His word gives us vision. It gives us strength and it enables us to do what he has. The good works that he's prepared for us so you can read the Bible through our seat app. Um, we've made it super easy for you to access if you don't have a physical Bible. Even if you have a physical Bible, it's always good to have a mobile version on in hand. So check it out. That's right. And the last step is to get involved. You're now part of God's community and we want you to find a place here at Citizen Heights. Right. So you can do that by engaging in the chat feature. Uh, you can follow us on social media and jump into our hashtag love thy neighbor campaign. Yes, it's been so good. So good. So good. Keep we love hashtagging. That's right. We love hearing your stories. Keep using that hashtag. So thank you for joining us today, church. Keep loving your neighbor and our pastors, like we mentioned, and our hosts are still online right now, ready to pray with you. That's right. And don't forget to post, share how you are practically, practically participating in Love Thy Neighbor campaign this week. We can't wait to see how you're showing up, um, showing the love of Jesus to your neighbors. We love you so much, church, and we are cheering you on throughout this week. That's right. We'll see you soon. Ciao.